Hello and welcome to the Profit to Cash podcast, 20 minutes or less of powerful business tips to help you turn your profit into cash for you and your family to enjoy. I'm your host, Phoebe Dre, award-winning qualified accountant with over 20 years business experience. Now let's go. Hello, hello, it's Phoebe Dre, the Cashflow Pocket Rocket, and I'm excited to be with you here today on the Profit to Cash podcast with episode number 68. And today we're focusing in on the customers, so how to convert prospects into customers. And this is one of the eight Profit Lever in the Profit Lever series. So I'm excited to have this podcast episode with you. And this is one of the most exciting parts of when you actually convert a prospect into a customer. It's something that you should celebrate in your business every day. I know sales, like real estate agents and often um, firms that are really focused on sales, really celebrate every single time they convert prospects into a new customer. And it's something that you should celebrate too in your business because it's a big step from taking that person on the journey and leading them from foot traffic into becoming a prospect into actually engaging with your business and spending money with you. And as I always share, at the end of the day, you are absolutely here to make profit and you really want those customers to start spending money with you and your business. Okay, so let's dive in today into this exciting topic of how you can actually take the prospects on the journey for them to actually convert into becoming a paying customer, a loyal, raving customer of your business. So how do you do this? Well, one of the first things I think you really need to think about is having a really clearly mapped out sales process for your business. This way you can actually create a repeatable process in your business for sales and you can start training other people to do the sales for you, especially if you don't absolutely love it. Now, I used to have a client who was in the building industry and he had engaged a sales team. So, he'd hired a sales team in his business, but he actually hadn't developed the sales process himself and he didn't really like sales. So, he just deflected or deferred that responsibility off to his sales team, which is absolutely okay. If you're a business owner and you're super busy running your business, you ultimately can't be the person in there every single day doing the sales. However, I feel, especially as you're growing your business, that you need to be the one doing those sales. You need to talk to the customers. You need to understand why they're engaging with your business, what it is about your products and services that they want to buy, and really understanding what their pain points are and knowing what it is going to be and what it takes to convert them into a paying customer. That way, if you hire a sales team, you really understand the sales journey yourself. You can train your sales team and you really understand the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you can use to measure your sales team for whether they're being successful or not. And what I found and this client's my business that I had, was that they really didn't understand the sales process. And the lead sales guy in that business really had a lot of power over the business owner. And he would often try and manipulate sales to get his commission. And he would manipulate the sales process to just try and win that sales, regardless of the actual profitability that it was generating for the business. So it's really important that you, the business owner, understand sales and how it, what it takes to convert a prospect into a paying customer. Like I've shared about everything, it just gives you that extra level of confidence in your business, knowing that if the absolute 
everything falls out from your business, you know that you can get back in there, you can start making sales personally, and you know absolutely what it takes to generate sales for your business. And it's like every aspect of your business. I don't expect you to do it all, especially as your business grows. You just can't. You need to leverage other people's times or technology to do these things in the business for you. However, when you have the knowledge of that in your business, you can use that knowledge to make sure that you have the power and control as best as you can over the business. And it just gives you that much more uh, confidence in what you're doing. Okay, so now that I've had my little moment there sharing that with you, let's jump into how you can start creating strategies in your business to convert those prospects into paying customers. This is the exciting part. This is the part that you should be celebrating when you get those prospects actually spending money with you and your business. So number one is being really clear on understanding who your target audience is what their pains are and why they're possibly coming to your business in the first place. So what pain, what problems, what solutions do they want to find by actually engaging with your business and buying your products or services? And if you really understand what their pain points are and how you can solve that for them, you can then develop products and services that really work for your customers. Plus, you can also start to create sales scripts, sales terminology, um, and processes that are really going to address those pains and problems for your customers and get them to convert into those paying customers. So for example, you might be the local fast food shop. Let's think of McDonald's. Okay, so what is the pain of their customers? So often it's busy parents who want to feed their children. So think of sports day. Okay, so um, it's Saturday afternoon, you've had a full day out on the field with your children, and you just want to get some food fast to fill up their tummies um, and to make them happy because you don't want to listen to the whinging. You don't necessarily, you're exhausted. You don't want to go home tonight and cook dinner. So your pain point is that you've got, your customer's pain point is that they've got children who are hungry that really want to eat now, and you want to have a quick, reliable meal that you can give to them that you know is going to be the same, it's going to take the headache out of it for you, and in walks McDonald's. They have created a business where they've got systems and processes in place to generate the same food no matter where you are in the world. You could be in Australia, you could be in Canada, you could be in China, and McDonald's has got it set up so that their systems and processes are in place so their team know how to make a Big Mac. No matter where you are in the world, the Big Mac's going to be the same. So you are solving the problem. It's fast, it's reliable, and it's generally good quality-ish food that's going to help that parent feed their children quickly and reduce the pain that they've got. So really understanding who your target audience is. So their target audience isn't that uh, man or woman who's trying to impress their date. So they know they're not going to be the silver service fancy restaurant where a gentleman's going to want to take his new um, girlfriend to wow her. Uh, this is your fast, friendly, reliable food that is located in easy to get to locations, drive through if people want it. It's no fuss, no frills, um, and parents can feed their kids and get the problem solved. It's not going to be their target audience isn't going to be that five-star silver service dining experience that the man wants to have for his wowing of his date. So really understanding your target audience, who you're trying to, to attract into your business, and then creating the products and services to really align with those pain points and help solve the problems of your customers, and then being able to communicate that in an effective way to your customers. 
And this leads into point number two, which is creating a clear value proposition for your products and services and how they can solve the pain points that you've identified when you understand your target audience. This way, it becomes a really no-brainer for them to actually buy your products or services. So if you want to use the example from above, you really understand the pain points of your target customer if you're McDonald's, and then you can uh, create your ads, you can create your sales content, you can create the restaurant in the way, you can position them on the road, you can have drive-through. So you create all the things in your business that are really going to help solve those pain points for your target audience. So if your target audience was that man who wants to take his new girlfriend out on a really fancy date, you wouldn't be creating a fast food environment. You'd be having a really romantic, maybe candles on the dinner, silver service, a waiter that's quiet, low romantic music, um, positioned in a place that's maybe a little bit out of the way so people can't look in the window and see them on the date. You know, you share words and communications that really expresses the romantic atmosphere that you're creating in your restaurant. And then by doing that, you're really enticing that target audience of yours to walk through the door and create or engage with your services. So by creating that really clear value proposition for your products or services is that and how it solves the pain points for your customers is a really strong way for how you can really engage those prospects becoming your customers. And once you do this, this becomes your sale process that you can then train your team and your sales team, especially on how they can use those words, how they can communicate with the customers and how they can generate more, more business, more customers for your business. Okay. So number three is to really help make the buying decision easy for your customers. So this can be done through social proof. So often customers that are spending money with you want to know that you're reliable, that they're going to get value for their money, and they're going to enjoy this the experience of, of being your customer. And a really great way to do that is to show social proof. So show case studies, testimonials, reviews. Uh, you might have video reviews on your websites, um, social media posts using testimonials for customers and that you've already engaged with your business. This way, when someone's like a new prospect coming to your business, they can see how other people have enjoyed your services and the benefits they've got. So that takes out a lot of that fear around spending money with you by getting that social proof that it is a good investment of their time and their money to engage with you. So especially if you're like a service-based business, for example, like if you're an accountant, like I used to have an accounting firm, a really great way to market your business is by having case studies on your website and having testimonials on your website. Even video testimonials are really, really powerful. That's why if someone lands on your website to start looking at your products or services and they see who else is using your services and hear testimonials, it really gives that social proof for them to say, okay, these people know what they're doing. They've helped XYZ business solve their problems and their similar problems to what I've got. Therefore, it's a lot less stressful and a lot less risk to actually become a customer of this business. Because often if it's, especially if it's high value, you're really wanting to make sure that you're not the only one that is, that's going with this. And that's why things such as, you know, those travel and review apps are so important. Google reviews and Yelp over here is really popular. Even Facebook, getting um, reviews on your Facebook page, on Instagram, having little videos. I know, for example, I'm watching one lady at the moment do her big sales campaign for her course, and she's sharing a lot of testimonials on her Instagram page 
videos and also image ones. She's also doing podcasts where she's using current customers her to do interviews and really ask pointed questions about how they've benefited from being part of her program. So it's a really powerful way to help get that social proof to help reduce the cost of barrier to entry for your potential customers, those prospects who are looking to buy with you that just need that extra bit of comfort um, can really help get them across those lines using those testimonials and case studies. Four is to create a sales funnel for your business. So a sales funnel, if you don't know, if you look at a funnel, so it's the shape of a pyramid upside down, you know, the funnel like that you'd use in your kitchen to pour liquids through into a small hole, something like that. So if you haven't heard of a sales funnel, just imagine that upside down pyramid or the funnel that you'd use in your kitchen and think about the different sections. So that what you're wanting to do is get as many prospects into the top of that funnel as you can. And as they go down through the funnel, they get some of them get squeezed out and some of them get squeezed through. So think about that funnel and the journey you're taking your customer on to move them from being that prospect to getting to know, like, and trust you as they go down the funnel and pop out the bottom as one of your customers. So for example, in an online type business, you'd have at the top of the funnel, all of your free resources. So even accounting firm, engineering firms, um, all different businesses can use this type of funnel. So at the top is generally no cost. So it might be a lead magnet. It might be social media posts. It could be your website where they can get free resources. So they come on and they start hearing about you. They're learning about you. It could be advertisements, Facebook ads, and then you push them down to the next level of the funnel where it might be a small or low cost to actually start engaging with your business. So for example, you might do either a free webinar where they come and spend an hour of their time with you, or it could be a paid, a small paid webinar, or it might be just a small product that they might buy, but then they get to experience you and your business and your expertise a little bit more. And then they move down to the next level where it might be they upgrade to the next level of um, purchase right down to where they get to the bottom of the funnel where they're engaging in your most expensive product or service. So think of that sales funnel and how you can take that prospect through the funnel down the layers to becoming that customer and how you can upgrade them at each level to becoming that high level customer with you. That also helps you to map out your marketing strategy and what you're wanting you're wanting to funnel people into and the way that they can experience you and your business um, for low cost up to high cost and really then helps also for you to train your marketing team and your sales team when you've got that clearly defined sales funnel for your business. Number five, and this is probably one of the most important ways to convert prospects into customers and it's often the one that people either don't like doing, they forget to do it, they feel really uncomfortable doing it, and they don't know how to do it effectively. Can you guess what it is? It is follow-up. Follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. So I used to actually have a network marketing business. And one of the key things that we were taught in the network marketing business is follow-up, that the fortune is in the follow-up. So if someone has engaged with your business, uh, has been interested in buying products or services from you, and you haven't followed them up, you're absolutely missing out on probably 90% of potential customers. Because what they say is it often takes seven to eight follow-ups for someone to engage in your business. I like to consistently touch base with people who've had a one-on-one -on -one call with me, a prospective call, who then want to potentially work with me. 
you know, and if the other day, for example, I was sending out emails to people who'd I'd been in touch with, I'd had a call with, and I hadn't had any feedback from them. And what I wrote in the subject lines, because they just weren't getting back to me. So what I wrote this time was, are you getting my emails? And this one lady who I'd been trying to reach out to for ages, who just had not been responding to any of my emails, to any of my correspondence whatsoever, finally sent me back an email. And what's really important is you just, you want to get a no or a yes. So you want to get the person to actually say, yes, I want to work with you or no, I don't. So at least then you can close the loop and you can tick them off that list. And then maybe you just put them onto your database so they get your general email marketing. So you, you're constantly touching base with them, but you're not following up in that active follow-up and you're not wasting your time with someone who's absolutely not going to engage with your business. But remember, follow-up is so important. And what can be really powerful is actually picking up the telephone and calling them. Don't just send emails. Don't just communicate through social media actually pick up the telephone and call someone and often it's just the final thing they need to then engage your business. But don't forget to follow up. If you are not following up your prospects, you're absolutely missing out on so much value that you could potentially have in your business from new customers signing up with you. So make sure you follow up, follow up, follow up and have it as part of your sales process. So if, for example, you know, I use a computer software program called Sweet Dash, and in there I've got a whole procedure for my prospects into sales conversion process. And part of that actually reminds me to do that follow-up. So follow-up is something that you often forget about and don't do. Make sure you've got a procedure in place as part of your sales process is that you do the follow-up because absolutely your uh, fortune is in the follow-up. So that is it. That is the five ideas I wanted to share with you today of how you can convert more prospects into becoming your customers. So number one was understanding your target audience, becoming really clear on who they are, what their pain points are, what problems they want solved, and how you and your business can do that for them. Number two is really creating that value proposition for your products and services and how they solve that problem and the pain point for your potential customers. And then using that to become really key parts of your sale process and also your marketing communication strategy. To help make the buying decision easier, number three for your potential customers is use social proof. These days, people want to know that other people are using your products or services and they're having a good experience with it. So make sure you ask for testimonials. Make sure you get case studies from your raving customers. Make sure you get Google reviews, Facebook reviews, Instagram reviews. Make sure you use videos of them on your social media. Make sure you put them on your websites, in your marketing materials, everywhere you do. Put testimonials so that people can really see that social proof and it helps reduce that barrier to entry for them to actually convert into a paying customer. Number four is once you've developed all that, really map out your sales funnel and how you take that prospect to becoming the customer on that sales journey. So you're really wanting to have those seven different touch points before often someone will convert into being a paying customer. So what are they at the no cost level, at the low cost level, up to the high cost level? And what are the different strategies that you're going to implement at each of that level of the sales funnel so that they pop out the other end as a loyal customer? And number five, the fortune is in the follow-up. Make sure you have a strategy in place to follow up, follow up, follow up. And often you just want the customer to say yes or no so you can close the loop.
I hope that's been important and practical for you today. Don't forget to share with me what the one strategy is that you're going to take away from today's podcast episode and absolutely implement in your business to create the profit that you desire. And just before I jump off, I just wanted to share with you that coming up on the 16th and 17th of May, I am creating the virtual conference to create fearless female entrepreneurs. If this sounds like you, if you want to become a fearless female entrepreneur, make sure you stay tuned for my virtual conference coming up on the 16th and 17th of May. And even if you're not a female, if you're a male, if you're any other gender or associate with any other gender and you want to come along, absolutely. I'd love to have you there. It's all about taking you from being fearless to maximizing and booming your confidence that you can step up in your business, show up for your business and create the business and success that you dream of. I'm going to have 12 amazing speakers on that lineup. So make sure you stay tuned, listen out for the Fearless Female Entrepreneurs Virtual Conference. The waitlist will be opening very soon and I can't wait to have you part of that. And also don't forget to download the free Profit Levers Calculator, the resource that you can use as we go through these eight profit levers podcast series and you can use that to really see the different tweaks in your business that you can make to those profit levers and how it's going to impact the profitability of your business so i'm phoebe dre the cash flow pocket rocket thank you so much for listening in to my podcast today episode number 68 how to convert more prospects into customers and i can't wait to share with you again on the profit to cash podcast thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of the profit to cash podcast i have a question for you though Have you subscribed to the show? If not, do that now so you never miss an episode of these power-packed business tips to turn your profit into cash. And if you've loved today's episode, I'd be so grateful for a review if you could please share that now. And hang on, just one more thing before you go. If you'd like to learn my step-by-step process to turn your profit into cash, then take action now and register for my next Business Profitability Intensive Workshop. Send me a message and my team will get you registered today. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm your host, Phoebe Dre, the Cashflow Pocket Rocket.